Tom Swarbrick on LBC. It is Friday, it is 10 to 5. You're listening to Tom Swarbrick at Drive on LBC. And that means one thing. From Washington, D.C., it's Simon Marks, American Week. Tom, it's been a week in which things have moved at a fair old clip in America. President Biden largely avoided questions about the growing number of classified documents found at his home. James Cleverly made his first visit to Washington as Foreign Secretary and urged the American people to respect their president more for his support of Ukraine. And yesterday, the US ran out of money, reaching its debt ceiling of a mere $31.4 trillion. If the White House doesn't reach a borrowing deal with Congress by June, well, Brace yourselves, a global economic meltdown could follow. But this week, I want to take a break from my usual format, because as the legendary Max Bygraves would have put it, I want to tell you a story. I've worked my entire life. I've lived an honest life. I've never been uh, accused, sued of, of anything bad doing. It is time to introduce you to George Santos, a man who is definitely being accused of bad doing, even as he attempts to deny most of it. He is the newly elected Republican member of Congress from Long Island, a huge fan of Donald Trump and as right-wing as they come. And those may be the only things we know about him that are not in dispute. At a time when millions of Americans can no longer stipulate to facts, his story serves as a parable of the post-truth crisis crisis afflicting the country. It's an honor to live in such a diverse part of the country. And as your congressman, I pledge to protect the American dream for all. You heard it here first. I'm George Santos and I approve this message. That was back in early November, just days before the country's midterm elections. But Mr. Santos's vow to protect the American dream has been supplanted by his very own American nightmare. In the weeks since he won his race, virtually everything that he told voters has turned turned out to be a lie, literally every line of his CV, and quite possibly even his name. He's used at least nine of them, possibly more. He lied about his educational experience, his career, his family, his faith. It turns out he's wanted in Brazil for financial fraud, and if Rich Ostoff has anything to do with it, Santos could soon be helping American police with their inquiries as well. He was conniving. You can see the devil behind his eyes. Mr. Ostoff, telling his story there to NBC, is a disabled Navy veteran. Back in 2016, he was homeless, living in New Jersey with an assistance dog by the name of Sapphire. When Sapphire was diagnosed with cancer, Mr. Ostoff says he was referred to a local charity that could help him raise money to pay for the dog's treatment. He says it was run by the man now calling himself George Santos, a fraudster whom he claims stole $3,000 that was raised for the sick dog. I knew he was ripping me off and I knew that he was mining my dog and my friends and family's hearts for their money. And he, he just quit answering calls. The GoFundMe f went away completely. He took that right down off, off uh, the internet. And he was gone. Now, Congressman Santos denies those claims. He also denies claims made by a woman in Brazil who says that when he lived there, he befriended her, brought her to the United States, drained her bank account of cash, stole her jewellery and then abandoned her. 
Those are just two of the criminal allegations that he's facing. Other Santos lies were just downright ludicrous. He claimed his mother died of cancer, resulting from her work in an office at Manhattan's Ground Zero on 9-11. It turns out she wasn't even in New York on 9-11, did not have an office in the South Tower, and certainly did not get caught up in the ash cloud, as the congressman has dramatically described in interviews. Then there's the issue of his faith. He claims he's descended from Holocaust survivors and that his mother, again with the mother, was Jewish. There is every indication that she was in fact Roman Catholic, to which Santos responds that when he said he was proud to be Jewish, he meant Jewish, as in only a little bit. At the very end of your biography, it says, in his spare time, George Anthony enjoys volleyball and tennis. That is Sid Rosenberg, fully Jewish, who hosts the morning program Sid and Friends on WABC Radio in New York. And listen to what happened in 2020 when George Santos was the program's guest. You know, it's funny. I actually went to school on a, on a volleyball scholarship. You did? And I did, yeah. Um, when I was in Baruch. We were the number one volleyball. Did you graduate team, from Baruch? Uh, did you graduate from there? Yeah. So did I. I did. I did. So did I. Oh, very cool. So, great school. Great institution. Very yes. liberal, but very good. Very good professors who don't show their bias, which is which is very uh, interesting. But that's a whole other conversation. He lies like a rug. There, he never went to Baruch College in New York. They've got no record of him attending. He never won a volleyball scholarship. And as far as we know, the claims he made later in that very sympathetic interview are also entirely false. We were champions across the entire Northeast corridor. Every school that came up against us, they were shaking at the time. I look, I sacrificed both my knees and got very nice knee replacements from HSS playing volleyball. That's how serious I took the game. (laughs) Well, that's how serious you're taking politics as well. Remember this name, folks. George Santos out in the 3rd District running against a career politician, do-nothing Tom Swazi. Co-host Bernie McGurk there, who has since passed away but was a prominent figure on America's right-wing talk radio landscape, giving some pretty clear instructions to Long Islanders to lend Mr. Santos their support. And that gets to the heart of this story, because it's not just about the shameful lies told by an alleged fraudster now facing local, federal and international criminal probes, a man who aligns himself with Republican proposals hostile to the LGBTQ community, even though images surfaced this week of him performing in a drag show in Brazil. It's about the fact that the Republican Party enabled his rise, even after some in his inner circle quit two years ago when they learnt many of his claims were fabrications. Santos, for reasons unexplained, stayed on the ballot in Long Island. Some reports suggest Republicans preferred to leave it to the Democrats to commission research that would doom his candidacy. But the Democrats didn't, choosing not to waste money on a seat they falsely believed was safe. And locally-based media in Long Island and neighbouring New York also missed the story, a reflection of how far local journalism has fallen in the United States. George Santos's campaign last year was a campaign of deceit, lies, fabrication. Today there are two kinds of Republicans, those who want Santos to go, like Joseph Cairo who chairs the Republican Party in Long Island. He's disgraced the House of Representatives and we do not consider him one of our Congress people. And extraordinarily there are those who are unwilling to stand up to Santos's mendacity. The voters of his district have elected him. 
He is seated. He is part of the Republican conference. Speaker Kevin McCarthy presiding over a wafer-thin Republican majority in the House of Representatives this week even sat George Santos on two congressional committees, even though he also said... He's got a long way to go to earn trust. If anything is found to be wrong, he will be held accountable exactly as anybody else in this body would be. I guess he doesn't fancy the idea of a by-election in Long Island. As for Mr. Santos, if that's his name, he's standing firm. What, what is your response to those that are calling for you to resign? Um, I will not resign. I will be continuing to hold my office elected by the people. But is he telling the truth? Let's consult an expert on veracity. Now, let's be clear, both Republicans and Democrats have plenty of form in stretching the truth, but the lies of Santos are on a different scale entirely, and a major political party that tolerates him, Tom, should be very worried about the precedent that they're setting. Only in America, folks, from Washington, D.C., That's Simon Marks, American Week.